Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. I'm your host, Monique Hom, and I'm here with another awesome Real Estate Investor Goddess interview. So on this show, we interview badass women in real estate investing, and today's guest is certainly no exception. She is a busy mom who works a full-time job and still has managed to be crushing it in real estate. In the past year alone, she and her husband has have acquired over $25 million in assets and have acquired $35 million in six years. And in today's podcast, you'll find out how and what exactly they have done because it was not that they had $35 million sitting in the bank. Um, since 2012, Sheetal Sganti and her husband Shakti have acquired, as I said, $35 million in real estate assets through syndication and personal investments. We've talked about syndication before on this podcast, and we'll talk about, we'll talk about it more today. They're co-founders of Ashland Green Capital Partners. In the past year, they have invested in over 450 units as deal sponsors and limited partners. Sheetal is a senior manager at a top consulting firm focusing on innovation and has over 13 years' experiences in the financial industry. So she was, she's been working all this time. And she currently resides in Brooklyn, New York, with her husband and her daughter, Mila. Um, so welcome, Sheetal. I'm so happy you could join us. Thank you so much for having me, Monique. So um, – just to give you all a, a bit of background, I met Chita through a community uh, that my mentor has, uh, my mentor, Brad Simrock, one of my mentors. And um, so we met, I think, maybe a year ago in that community, I believe. And mm-hmm. but So that's a community for people who want to be apartment investors. Uh, let, let's back up, though, before that, because you had already been investing. How did you get started in real estate investing? Sure. So my husband and I started investing in real estate in 2010. That's when we acquired our first kind of distressed condo property. And then we were truly kind of bit by the uh, real estate investing bug. And at that time, um, we were using our own money. So we were really looking at up-and-coming neighborhoods within Brooklyn. So we were able to acquire smaller kind of four-unit properties Um, And then eventually we ran out of money, and so we had to go kind of back to the drawing board and and think about how we wanted to scale our business. Um, And so we came up with the idea of, do you know what, we might need to start looking at syndication and start using OPM. And uh, OPM is what we call other people's money. Yep. All right, cool. So let me back up a little bit before we get into that and syndication, because what I always am fascinated by is what causes you to go for that first property. Um, so what, what made you think, okay, let's, let's get this distressed condo in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. What, what was the motivation to even start? Um, so that motivation was quite easy. Um, we were young, we were about to get married and we really needed a place to live that we could actually afford because Manhattan was just getting too expensive. Um, So Mm -hmm. lucky for us, the timing happened to be right. And my husband comes from 
a bit of a real estate family where they are comfortable investing in real estate. And so uh, he also is a real estate broker um, by day. So um, being a residential broker, he was always looking at properties and our dates would be going on these different neighborhood tours <laughs> all throughout Brooklyn and Manhattan and Queens and really learning the different areas. And so when we came across um, our first kind of distressed uh, brownstone, which was four units in an up-and-coming area called Crown Heights, um, he was definitely the one who was a bit more aggressive. I'm the risk-averse, more uh, kind of uh, rational one. So I think that's why we mm-hmm. happened to make a good team. So he came out and said, let's buy it, let's do it, it's going to be amazing and then, of course, I was like, well, let's look at the numbers, see if this makes sense, um, and what kind of uh, we're going to get uh, from this property. So this was all the way back in about 2011, 2012, where Brooklyn was still affordable, and I think we bought it all in at a 5% cap rate. So um, it was an excellent deal. That was great from an equity appreciation perspective, but from a cash flow perspective, it's not like we could have just um, used that property and then kind of retired from our day jobs and just uh, enjoyed that passive income. So we knew that it was a great appreciation play, but we needed more of a passive uh, cash flow pay to really allow us to um, have more of that monthly income So, um, in hopes of eventually retiring me. That's our goal. Okay. Beautiful. All right. So you then you got this condo. So was that condo someplace that you moved into or you actually rented it out? I know you also oh, were no. getting four unit properties. Yes, um it's rented out and we have we actually bought um the condo two doors down from that. Um, first condo. So we have kind of two condos right next door, eight units, um, fully leased up. And um, they've done really well over the last few years. Yeah, you bought really right in Brooklyn. So good (laughs) good job. Um, Okay, so then then you decided, all right, well, we're kind of tapped out with our own money. Let's let's see about OPM and... um, and then also having, you know, getting other other people's money to work and syndication. So, what was your um, what was your progression into that area? Sure. So, we tried syndication in 2013. So, because we were now familiar with the Brooklyn uh, brownstone market, and we had developed some relationships. Um, Someone actually on the same block at us, um, on the same block as us, said, "Oh, do you know what? Um, there's actually an opportunity for a new development. Um, we're looking for sponsors. This would be a great opportunity." So, um, being super kind of hungry and aggressive, we said, "Do you know what? This is a sign. It's on the same block. We should syndicate this, and this should be our first deal." So we went out to our network very naively um, without assembling a team, without having a concrete business plan, and we tried to raise money. 
And no one wanted to be the first dollar in. Everyone wanted to be the last dollar in. And we couldn't raise any money. And we had to kind of put the brakes on that project and say, you know what, maybe um, this isn't for us. And I think the issue with uh, the biggest issue was we kind of jumped into it without really having a plan and a team. We had no idea what we were doing. We were just kind of running around like chickens with our heads cut off, really excited about the opportunity, but really didn't know how to pull a, an entire syndication together, um, have the right pieces in place, have the right team in place, and have the right business plan in place so we could truly execute on it to um, you know, get the best returns for our investors. So that was a big um, failure, and I think we were super discouraged for a while because that was kind of um, our dream. We were like, oh, my God, this is happening so much faster than we expected. This is great. And once we realized that um, we weren't able to do it, it was, uh, it was definitely um, a harsh reality for us to digest. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many there's so much gold in there. And so, you know, one of the questions that I always ask my my guests are what what was your biggest mistake and what did you learn from it? Now, um, would you call call this your biggest mistake or Absolutely, else? Monique. Absolutely. Yeah. So, then um since we're already talking about this, what did you what did you learn from from doing this? And what would you do differently? Um I don't think we would do anything differently because if we hadn't really fallen smack on our butts, we wouldn't have learned the right way to do it. Um, And I think the biggest thing we learned was um, you can't just go in naive without a track record assuming people are going to trust you with their money. That is a huge Mm -hmm. responsibility that you're taking on. And you need to do your homework. You um, You have to learn how it works. These are kind of complex operations. There's, you know, different um, key team members in place, including um, where are you getting um, the financing to get this done? And so I think that lack of education was definitely something um, we learned that we needed before thinking we can just, you know, read a few blog posts and then go out and be, you know, time syndicators. <laughs> I think that was definitely our biggest um our biggest lesson learned from it. Oh my gosh. So good. Okay. So first is like the education piece, which is so huge, right? You really mm-hmm. you really do need to learn from people who have done it before um and are actually doing it to to be successful. And then the track record and one of the things that I've learned over the course of my career is that when you you may not have the track record, but you can partner with people who do. Um, exactly. And and often that, that's the trick, but trying to do it by yourself, especially without having been properly educated, um, and then getting the team, because your team is the foundation of a successful deal, then um, it's hard to make it work. So, so, so much gold in that. That's really awesome. <laughs> Um, okay, so you you had that uh, syndication attempt in 2013, and <laughs> exactly, then I like that. Um, and then what happened? Because this past year, you guys crushed it in syndication. So what was different? Um, so this year, we probably we did everything. Um, I'm gonna say 
the right way and the opposite of what we tried um, four <laughs> years ago. So um, we found a mentor. Um, we found a, um, a local partner um, that we mm-hmm. partnered with. Um, so we are specifically focusing in on um, Texas and within Texas, really the Dallas DFW market. And so mm-hmm. being out-of-state investors, we knew that we needed to have someone there from a boots-on-the-ground perspective to really have that local presence and knowledge. No matter how yeah. much time we've been spending in Dallas, um, we've been doing the old-school kind of driving around the different sub-markets to really get a sense of what's happening there, both from an infrastructure and commercial perspective. But then also we're doing our um, quantitative analysis just to see, you know, what's driving population growth, job growth, um, kind of what what are the fundamentals from that respect. But having someone there, boots on the ground, nothing really beats that. And so I think that was yeah. something um, key for us. And then um, I think those two factors were probably um, the two biggest factors in helping us ramp up so quickly. Um, so through our mentorship program, we really um, learned – how that process works, but more importantly, we were introduced to um, a fantastic ecosystem um, that really plugged in the right players. So financing, property management, legal, title, um, all the different players where if we had to research each individual player that we need on this team, it would have easily taken us six to six months to nine months to get fully ramped up. So I think those uh, factors allowed us to really fast-track um, syndicating our first deal. Awesome. Um, so good. But, again, just a lot of gold there. Um, okay, so then you, you guys, you did your first deal, your first syndication, and you've done, um, I think you've done another one in this past year, too. Is that, am I correct? Yes. Yeah. That's right. All right. That's awesome. And and in a fairly challenging market, right? So it, it's been um, – the market's been really heated, and you, you've still managed to get property. So that's that's awesome. Um, so what to what do you – well, you, I mean, you might have already answered this, but to what do you attribute your success? What do I attribute my success to? I think that's a great question. So – um, we have a strong family and um, support system. Um, some folks, or most folks, always ask, "How do you like working with your husband?" And I, I actually think it's great. Um, we have complementary skill sets, um, and it's great to have that constant support system. And um, we love real estate, and I think it shows, and um, it's. It's, this is, like, fun for us, you know? So I think that has been something that we have uh, been pretty blessed with. And then um, I would say that's probably the key. That's probably the key. We have, like, amazing um, parents who are here helping us. Um, so it's, I think those two factors, um, those two factors. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I um I also work 
with my husband in, in investing. So I totally get that, that how valuable that is when you have a partner that you can work with and um, who's supporting you. And also having the grandparents around when you have kids. Because um, my, my, my parents are often on babysitting duty or we're off, um, you know, checking out our properties. So oh my God, awesome. they're the, they're the best. And I totally um, appreciate them so much more now after having kids. So um, I almost feel bad for all of the terrible things I put them through when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, maybe Mila will pay you back. <laughs> I know. I hope that's my biggest fear. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> Uh, and what are you most proud of? Um, what am I most proud of? I'm actually super proud of 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 kind of uh, of us learning from that failure and kind of taking um, massive action and taking down our first property. It was probably. Um, one of our biggest accomplishments, and um, there's definitely so many people involved. So the ability to work with um, our local partner, have this amazing group of investors who trusted us with their money, um, be able to stabilize the property and um, hand out a full distribution was a really amazing moment. And um, we did something kind of special where we invited all of our investors um, in August to the property, and we had an investor appreciation day. So um, we gave them an an update on where we are um, with the business plan. We answered questions, and then we walked through the property and showed them all of the exterior renovations that we did. So we um, upgraded the dog park, put up a new monument, um, put up some new signage and some new paint. Um, And then from an interior perspective, we did um, kitchen renos, including backsplashes, new appliances and new countertops and new flooring. And so they actually got to see what these new properties look like. So that was probably a, a super special day for us because it really was our mm. first property. Yeah, that's the best. I love that. Um, so what advice would you have for a woman who's just starting out in real estate investing? What, what advice would you have for her? Um, super, um, super easy. Get a mentor. Um, the best thing about real estate is that so many people have done this before. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If um, start from scratch and you know reinvent the wheel, you just really have to find someone who you um, kind of enjoy learning from and who has um, the same values as you. And it becomes so much easier because the pressure is really off. It's once you. Um, have access to that person or content, it really makes you realize that it's a it's a lot more doable and within reach instead of kind of going at this alone and thinking, oh my gosh, this is such a massive undertaking. How am I going to do this by myself? Mm, so good. And what do you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know? 
Um, I wish I was savvy enough to have known that I should have started much younger than I am now <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, doing syndication. And now I meet so many um, kids in like their early 20s that are um, coming to these different um, conferences and different events, and they're so knowledgeable and they're really so aggressive and focused on it that I really give it up to them that they have the kind of maturity and the foresight to kind of start focusing on this now. So I really give it up to them. And so that's something that I wish that we had the foresight to do when we were younger. I hear you. But it's like what they um, say, when was the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the next best exactly. time? Today. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, um, oh, I love that. I know so many of us wish we could have started like so much earlier, but you can, the next best time is today. So awesome. Such, such amazing advice. Now, for before we do our famed end of show trinity, what, uh, how can people get in touch with you? if they want to find out more and connect with you? Sure. Um, folks can reach out to me via email at sheetal, that's S-H-E-E-T-A-L, at ashlandcp.com. That's S-H-E-E-T-A-L at ashlandcp.com. Or you can visit our website, Ashland Green Capital Partners. It's ashlandcp.com. Look forward to hearing from you guys. All right. Okay. So now let's, it's time for the Trinity, which is, for those who don't know, it's a brag, a gratitude, and desire. So what are you bragging? What's one thing you're celebrating right now? Okay, so one thing that I'm celebrating right now is that I am 31 weeks pregnant. Um, I am expecting, thank you so much, I'm expecting a boy in early December. Um, This is going to be my second child, and I think with life in New York City, it's so hectic, it's so busy. Um, I'm just really happy that um, I'm pregnant and I'm feeling great and able to expand our family and um and so I'm I'm super excited about this about this place right now and really enjoying time with the family as a family of three before we become a family of four. Oh, congrats and well bragged. Uh what are you <laughs> grateful you. for? <laughs> I am grateful, grateful for? for um our investors. I know this sounds so um Pokey, but um, it's uh, equity syndication and real estate syndication, it's a team sport. And so we work with so many fantastic people. Um, on our first property, we have 58 investors. We're investors as well. And it's, um, it's awesome. They um, are really they're asking great questions. They're super involved. Um, we're sending out our kind of like monthly financials and reporting, and, and there's great dialogue. Um, and then on our second property, we have 42 investors. And so for everyone who is really trusting us with their money, our focus is really putting our investors first 
and that's something that I'm so grateful for because really without them, they're our clients. Without them, we couldn't be doing what we're doing, and and we're honestly having the best time ever doing it. So thank you for letting mm-hmm. us do it. Beautiful. And last but not least, what's one thing you desire? Hmm. One thing that I desire is to be a better person. Um, So I want to be a better individual, mom, wife, real estate investor, and I want to always continue kind of growing, evolving, and improving myself. And I think and I, I hope that that desire never goes away. And sometimes I feel like as women, um, we're taught that, you know, you can't be selfish, you can't take care of yourself, you should, you know, really put everything else first before you. And so I think as I've gotten older, I've realized that I need to make sure that I'm focusing on myself and I'm in a good place mentally, physically, so I can be the best version of myself for my family. And so that's really mm. something that I want to continuously focus on. And that really is, it's turned into a real desire of mine. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so, well, so shall your desire be, or so much better than you can imagine, under grace and in perfect ways. And I totally agree. I actually wrote a, a post for a, a an article for the Huffington Post called How Being Selfish Can Make You a Better Mom. How being more selfish can make you a better mom um, because I totally agree with that. Uh, it's, it's true. We have to, you have, if, if you don't, you have to take care of ourselves if we don't have anything to give to, to those around us because we're just spent because we've given it to everyone else first. And really that's, um, that's being, it's being selfish to be not selfish enough. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Um, yeah, totally agree with that. So oh, I'm, beautiful. I'm actually Googling your article um, after. Oh. I may have read it already <laughs> um, because, I love, yeah. because I love those kind of inspirational quotes. And, you know, you have those days where you're like, oh, is this the right thing? Should I be doing this? And, like, I need that, uh, I need that Internet inspiration. So thanks for providing yeah. that. Sure. It's my pleasure. Um, thanks for, for coming on. That was Again, so full of wonderful nuggets and wisdom. If you guys want to connect with Sheetal, you can connect with her at S-H-E-E-T-A-L at ashlandcp.com or going directly to the website, ashlandcp.com. And you can connect with me, your real estate investment strategy mentor at realestateinvestorgoddesses.com. And for education, join us November 2nd to through fourth in Los Angeles for our Wealth Through Real Estate event. It's our national conference. Uh, women are flying in from all over the country, and I have brought together just a badass panel of women uh, speakers, and we're going to have a couple panelists, and you're going to learn how to get started in investing in real estate in, in a way that is distinctly feminine. You're going to learn how to invest like a goddess, um, in the community of goddesses. It's going to be amazing. I hope you can join us. Again, go to wealththroughrealestateevent.com to get your tickets, and um, and we will hopefully we'll see you there. And join us next week for 
another amazing real estate investor goddess interview. And make sure to, to, to subscribe as well so you don't miss one. Okay, thanks and bye-bye.